You're listening to the Hustle Her Podcast, episode number seven. In this episode, we're going to delve into the three things I wish I knew before starting my business and how knowing these things can help you thrive in yours. You're listening to the Hustle Her Podcast, and I'm your host, Kirsten Perry. I help young female entrepreneurs turn their passions into profit-building businesses. From marketing for your niche to partnering with your ideal clients, I'm here to help, and so are some of my fellow girl bosses. So grab a coffee, sit back, relax, worry about the hustle later, and let's get to it. I want to start this episode by saying that I am so incredibly grateful for where I am at in my life at this very moment. I am grateful for this business I've built, the lessons I've learned, and the hardships I've went through, but starting this business was definitely not easy. This episode is most likely going to be much longer than previous ones, because if you're thinking about starting a business... I want to make sure you know these things. And if you make it all the way through without being like, okay, Kirsten, get on with it, then I promise you it will all be worth it. There were so many things that I wish I knew before I started Keylor and Company. So many things I was shocked that my program didn't teach me. I mean, I graduated from the University of Windsor with a degree in business. So you'd think that I would have no problem starting my own. Starting my business was definitely a learning process where I consulted a ton of people, did endless research, and um, cried. I cried a lot. (laughs) I worked 12-hour days to stay afloat while trying to take care of my mental health so that I didn't spiral out of control. Now, my goal with this episode is that I'll be able to talk to you about these three things I wish I knew and guide you through how to tackle them yourself so that you don't have to go through what I did. The very first thing that I want to talk about is taxes. And I know that this isn't the most glamorous topic, but I think it's one of the things that I wish I knew the most because finances are not my strong suit. And if I knew all of this information beforehand, it would have made things a lot easier. So let me start by saying this. I knew about taxes. Okay, I knew about them. I knew I had to pay them like I did when I worked in my corporate job, but I completely forgot that when you work for yourself, you have to put money aside every week to pay the government when income tax time comes around. It's definitely easy to forget when your corporate employer did this for you and you didn't even see the money coming in. It was taken off your check before you even had it deposited into your bank account. Now, when I would invoice a client for, say, $200, I originally assumed that that $200 was all mine. Wrong. 25% of that needed to be put away for taxes. Not only was I undercharging, but I wasn't even making enough to live. And I couldn't even cover all of my expenses. 
The second thing is HST. I didn't even realize that I had to take HST into consideration. With the government and CRA, any business that makes over $30,000 a year needs to charge HST. Well, since from the day I started my business, I was already making $30,000, I needed to go back to those clients and tell them that they now had to pay me HST on top of what they were already paying me. I got lucky and that they agreed without hesitation, but I can say that it made for a pretty awkward conversation. So let's look at that $200 again. 13% of it was HST, which leaves me with $174, and 25% of the $200 is 50. So in total, I was personally making $124 out of that 200. Yikes. Okay, so now I knew that I had to make some changes. Before I get into that, I also wanna talk about ITCs, also known as input tax credits. When I spoke with somebody about taxes, they had asked me if I was taking into consideration my ITCs. And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? When you have your own business, anything that you buy for your business needs to be documented and the receipts need to be saved. The HST that you pay out when you buy things for your business gets subtracted from the HST you receive from clients. So when income tax time comes around, you take the HST that you received from the clients and you subtract the HST that you paid in expenses. That's the amount that you pay the government. So in reality, if you spend more money on the business than you receive from clients, you actually get a refund. Well, the first time I filed my tax, I didn't even take my ITCs into consideration. So there I was giving the government more money than I should have been. Now imagine this. Every single time that I made a spend for the business, I had to document it. And I had to make sure I had the receipt. I ended up creating a spreadsheet and listed all of the items on it. On top of that, I had to keep track of every time I invoiced a client, how much HST I received, and when the money was officially received. Then I had to keep track of my mileage on my vehicle because that gets taken into consideration as well. Put it this way, I was spending more time handling this side of the business than actually doing the work I love to do for my clients. No, thank you. So here are the three things that I did to get my taxes in order. Number one, I ditched my mother of all spreadsheets and I hired an accountant. This accountant makes sure that all of the money flowing into and out of my bank account matches the expenses and invoices I have. They tell me how much money I owe the government, and they also do my personal and business income tax every single year. Outsourcing this part of my business was an absolute stress reliever. I left the money side of the business to the people that, well, know how to handle money. When I first started, I was with a bookkeeper named Crystal Mancini, and she was amazing. But as my business grew, I transferred all of my accounts and everything over to Hawkins & Co., a small business accounting firm in the Walkerville area. 
They have been so amazing and have eased my mind with so much of the financial aspects of my business that just make my head spin and the tears stroll. If there is anything I can recommend, it's this. Find an accountant that gets you and has a passion for your business just like you. Someone that wants to see your business prosper. Someone that vibes with your personality. For me, Hawkins & Co. does just that. Now, I know what you're thinking. Kirsten, accountants are expensive. I can't afford it right now. And that's totally okay. If you find that you don't want to outsource your financial aspect of your business to an accountant, let me know and I will send you my spreadsheet and you can use that to go off of. I'm telling you, it is a great spreadsheet. But I'm also going to tell you this. The amount of time I save from outsourcing the financial aspect to an accountant far outweighs the amount of money that I pay them every single year. And I want you to take that into consideration. Number two, I changed my pricing. I had to start charging HST and my pricing guide had to reflect that. This also meant that I had to educate my clients on why I have to charge them HST when some of their other partners don't charge it. And number three, I downloaded some handy apps, Mile IQ and Receipt Bank. So my accountant actually set me up with these apps, but if you don't have an accountant, you can still use them and they will absolutely save you time and energy, something I am always looking to do. Mile IQ tracks all of the kilometers you drive while you're driving them and then puts them into a nice little report for you every single month. To be honest, they call it the Tinder for mileage because each drive gets recorded and then you swipe right in the app if it's business and you swipe left if it's a personal drive. And guess what? It's always a match. The second one, Receipt Bank, it lets you take pictures of all your receipts and then stores them in a system so that you don't have to keep the hard copies. When you take a picture, it tracks all of the information for you. Where you made the purchase, how much you spent, how much HST you paid, what date you did the transaction, what the item was, and then it categorizes everything for you. Hello, Lifesaver. This changed my life. These three things have done wonders for the business side of my business. As you most likely already know, I am always someone who looks to save time and delegate the things that don't bring me joy, but are necessary for my business, to the people that actually enjoy doing them. Now that we're done with talking about boring taxes, I want to talk about the second thing that I wish I knew before starting my business. And that is how lonely running your own business can be. I'm going to come right out and say this. When I first announced that I was starting my own business, the response was overwhelmingly great. People constantly messaged me to ask what my dreams were. They were interested in everything and I felt the support. But after a few weeks went by, the excitement started wearing off. Everyone was focused on their own work and lives, and then the loneliness set in. 
I wasn't lonely because people stopped paying attention to me. Rather, I was lonely because I realized that this business is just me, all by myself, and I've got to rock it or let it die. Now, there are a few things that contributed to me feeling lonely. Number one, most small business owners work out of their home, like I did when I first started. And slowly but surely, I started to realize how different that was from my corporate job. You don't have coworkers to interact with. There are no holiday parties. You don't have a team. There's no one relying on you except for yourself. And you spend most of your day not speaking, sitting around in sweatpants. For someone who is an extrovert, like myself, this really started to get to me. I found that I wasn't getting much work done at home. I was craving human interaction, and my mental health was at an all-time low. Now, naturally, my first thought was, if I can't even do this, work from home, how on earth am I going to run a business? This must not be for me. So how did I fix this? I got an office. I started working out of there, and everything changed. I was still Kirsten, party of one, but I saw more people. It forced me to get out of my PJs, and I was all around more productive. Now, I see more people, and I still get the same office atmosphere, but I still get to own my own business. Being in an office away from my home allows me to make a mental separation as well. I work in the office, and at home, I rest and recover. Those things never overlap. Now, the physical loneliness aspect of this all isn't the only reason why running your own business is a lonely gig. I can't count the number of times I felt like no one understood me or respected what I did. I wasn't getting the approval I wanted from my family, Some because they were jealous and others because they just didn't understand what exactly I was doing. I felt like I couldn't really talk to anyone about what I was going through. I couldn't express my concerns because their response would always be, quote unquote, well, you could always go back to your corporate job. But I knew that that wasn't an answer. So I sucked it up and I reached out to people in the community who had started their own thing. We went for coffee, we brainstormed, and before I knew it, I had a circle of people who I could rely on. I highly suggest that you do the same if you're feeling this way. Let me be that person for you. Let me be someone you can lean on. I am here to support and guide you the best way that I can. On top of not having support from your social social circle, I want to talk about partners for a minute. Luckily for me, my partner has been there for me through everything since I've started. When he first met me, I was in my corporate job, and I was slowly but surely climbing the corporate ladder. We both thought for sure that would be my career. When I decided to take the chance and step out on my own, he was there with a safety net to catch me if I fell. And for that, I am so grateful. But now, despite having his support, I see him much less because I'm working on the business. 
My frustrations can't really be understood by him. He has never really understood the money side of things and why I find myself stressed about it quite often. It really hindered my relationship with him. And even though he's physically there, it didn't feel like he was emotionally and our relationship started to feel alone. Since then, we have talked a lot. We have kept open lines of communication and we have worked on being transparent with each other. It's not fair for me to expect him to understand where I'm coming from. It's not fair for me to blame him for having more money than me. And it's not fair for him to be close-minded about my struggles because he had never experienced them himself. Communication has been everything. Running your own business is lonely, especially at the beginning. It can be testing of your patience and it can make you feel incredibly low. But there are ways around it. You have to take your own feelings into your own hands and do something about it. Reach out to people in your community. Hey, hi, I'm Kirsten. Nice to meet you. Talk to me. I'm here. Let's keep those lines of communication open and trust that the universe always has your back. It'll never give you anything that you can't handle. Okay, friends, so we've officially made it to the third thing I wish I knew before starting my business. Do not bail out on me now. We are nearing the end. The last thing I'm going to break down for you that I wish I knew before starting my business was how rewarding it was going to be. Within the first few weeks of starting, I nearly gave up 15 times. That's 14 days. I almost gave up every single day. Self-doubt started to settle in. I started comparing myself to others, my competitors, my peers, my partner. I was spinning in circles, working 12-hour days, trying to juggle my corporate job and this new venture that I was trying out. I started thinking, someone else already does this. Why would someone choose me? What if the money doesn't come in? What will people think if I fail? How do I advertise? All of the questions you're probably asking yourself right now, I've thought about them. I had my head spinning over them. Here's the thing though, it always works out. And if it doesn't, it was never meant to be in the first place. The best part of it all, you'll always know when it's the right thing too. How do I know? Because I'm doing the right thing for me. I can feel it. Yes, I put in 12 hour days, seven days a week, but it is the most rewarding and fulfilling job that I have ever had. When I first started, I never knew where this job would take me. I had more self-doubt than I had ever had in my whole entire life. Something amazing happens when you just trust the process and keep working hard. The rewards are endless. I've been able to help so many small business owners with their social media. I've been able to inspire and encourage other boss babes to turn their passions into profitable businesses. I've built a full-time job 
in two months. I learn new things every single day. I grow my network by two to three people every single week. And I'm more courageous and strong than I have ever been. The list goes on and on and it gets longer every single day. No amount of hours worked or stressful situations will ever make me regret starting the business that I did. The rewards will always outweigh the challenges I tackle on a daily basis. And you know what? I don't know that I'm going to do this job forever. But all I do know is that it feels right, right now. And I'm going to trust that and go with it. So there you have it. The top three things I wish I knew before starting my business. Taxes, loneliness, and rewards. If you are currently in the process of starting your business and you're feeling these things, know that you aren't alone. Know that you have a support system that can help you. Know that you have me. Kirsten Perry in your back pocket for when you need advice, guidance, or even just a friend. Get your finances in line because you'll thank yourself in the long run. Conquer the loneliness like the badass you know you are and trust the process because the rewards are far more beautiful than those ugly hours in the night when you can't bring yourself to stop crying. Yeah, that's right. I know it too, but I also just want to take a moment to remind you how strong you are. Do you have any idea the courage and strength it takes to start something you're not familiar with? To go against the grain and do something out of the norm? You are an amazing human being and you deserve all of the success you're working so hard to achieve. I guess you could think of me like a little cheerleader in your corner, encouraging you and motivating you to do the thing. So with that, I say that is a wrap on this episode of Hustle Her. I am so thankful you've been with me on this journey so far, and I hope that at least in the slightest way, I've helped you. Until next time, Hustle Hers.